The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. <laughs> hey, lover. Hi, lover. I feel like I haven't seen you all week. Uh, but you have. <laughs> <laughs> Here and there. Yeah. Well, you were gone last night, and you were gone Tuesday night. I was gone Wednesday night. It's true. And we work all day, so. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we have to remedy this. It was a lot of accomplishments this week. A lot of accomplishments. Yeah, Big accomplishments. Ro- a rock star. I've been working my fingers to the bone. I've finished my new book. Uh, of course, they sent me some revisions today, which is awesome. I love the revisions because it just makes the book better. Um, that's going to be out next spring. And I'm about to start a third book, which may also be out next year. So I might have two books coming out next year. That's awesome. And I finished some major work for my PhD, the written portion of my Women's Sacred Sexuality course. And I'm about to choose my dissertation. What else? Uh, what else did I do this week? Oh, I relaunched my program for new moms, RSVP with Ellen Heed. And you've had a couple of sales already. I know. I just I just put it out um, about a few hours ago um, to my to just a select few people, and I'm excited because I just had two sales, and that's exciting. And uh, so, if you're listening to this and you're listening to it live, you'll be one of the first. We're only taking a handful of people into this course because we have limited registration ability and. So you can check it out at reclaimsex.com slash open. Reclaimsex.com slash open is this, the uh, page you can go to. There's a little video there. I'm so proud of that video that I made. I had like animation on it and I put music to it and I did all this editing. I and, yeah. Yeah. So that so, was my big stuff this week. So Jaya, tell yeah. us a little bit what RSVP is all about. Well, RSVP is Reclaim Sexual Vitality Postpartum, and it's this module of it is specific to women who have pain and scar tissue. So I melted my scar tissue after giving birth and had really horrible pain. D-Love can attest to that one. And uh, just, What does the scar tissue do? Well, it grows and it causes pinchy, awful, horrible stuff and mine was growing up over the opening of my vagina we should spare people these details oh no it's all <laughs> so are you do you me. have your interview voice on d love yes, is that yes. is that what you're doing and now i'm going to switch to my australian interview voice so you're telling me that we can melt scar tissue and it'll disappear right away 
that's what happened to me and all the women who worked in our research worked do you, on. Do you hear this, ladies? The miracle is at hand. <laughs> Just sign. Get on that web page right now. Sign up. Oh, do you love? Your pain's going to go away. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to be you having. Can't say best... that technically, do you love? See. Okay. Well, it's a. You can't. There's FTC regulations. We can't make claims that people will have certain results. It's all right. Illegal. I take it back. You <laughs> may not get these results, but you. It's worth trying, ladies. You know, we've had this testimonies on there from ladies who've been through the pain themselves. There you go. Clear discuss <laughs> issues, and their life is better than ever. They're having balls out sex. It's just, <laughs> it's off the wall, amazing. Uh, collars are waiting for you. No, it's no collars. Okay, D Love is out of hand. Um, reclaimsex.com slash open is the site. Reclaimsex.com slash open. And check out my snazzy little video because I'm all excited about that. Okay. How are you, lover? I'm okay, but this crocodile just bit my finger. <laughs> it's so silly. All right. So today we're talking about tantric Buddhism for women, most specifically the Vajra Yogini practice. Can you buy that in a package or is that like homemade noodles? Is that good? <laughs> with my red wine? Which red wine will go with my Vajra, Vajra Yogini? Vajra Yogini is a practice and it was also a person our guest today Lexi Fisher is going to tell us more about it it's a tantric Tibetan Buddhist practice that helps women connect with their sexual spiritual nature it was practiced in the Himalayas by tantric Tibetan nuns to cultivate their sexual energy for spiritual awakening rejuvenation and longevity Modern women come together again to practice these ancient and somewhat lost arts. And Lexi Fisher and I are hoping to inspire you today. Join us as we reignite passion for this practice around the world. We're going to share some of the history, its benefits, and some of the practices that you can try at home. You know, D-Love, I met Lexi at a workshop. I've talked about this workshop a lot, Sexual Wholeness. I did it almost 10 years ago and it was this huge life change for me and the Vajrayogini practice we had the, in the in the workshop there's a one day portion that is the that you do the Vajrayogini practice but it's all women like the men go away they do man warrior stuff pulling ropes and whatever they do um, what kind of rope are they pulling? <laughs> not each other's. <laughs> uh, um, you know, like tug of war pulling ropes. That's what I mean by that. Um, and then us women, we get together and do things like the Vajrayogini practice. And so this was really powerful for me because it helped me. It, well, it empowered me sexually as a woman, but it helped me experience such a divine feeling within this group. And I, I just felt like I'd never been so proud to actually have a female body. As I was in that in that day, and the Vajrayogini was kind of like the beginning of our day, and just set the scene for this just really amazing, wonderful bond with women and my own femininity. And I used to do the practice quite often. I actually would find excuses to teach my male clients this practice, even though it was men for women, just so I could practice it because I was teaching tantra all the time, and so it was really fun to. Um, just like sneak a little exercise in here or there from the Vajrayogini practice. And um, I know it's not noodles. Now I'm thinking, D-Love, I'm thinking about your noodles every time I say it. Um, <laughs> and through through doing the practice, it helped me get more deep into my body, but it also um, it, it helped me experience really deep peace and sexual empowerment and spiritual growth. But today we have a two-year-old 
do you love? And do you love you're not really a tantrika. You're kind of like a natural tantrika, not a trained tantrika. So we don't really do these kinds of practices. Plus, this is for women and all that good stuff. But I think you could practice it with your male partner. Why not? But I'm still teaching these practices, even though I don't have as much time to cultivate them like I used to. I'm sad about that. I wish I had more time to cultivate them. Um, but I'm still teaching them, which is maybe one of the reasons why I'm not practicing them, because I'm teaching everyone else how to do them. <laughs> but that gives me an excuse to practice them. Yeah, it's this whole loop. So the next time I'm teaching them is actually in Yellow Springs, Ohio, on September 24th, 2011. I'm going to be back home in Ohio teaching. It's going to be fun. And uh, it's a one-day retreat for women only. We're going to focus on the, the sacred sexual practices. It's non-explicit, very safe, deeply empowering. You can find out more on my website, sexisyou.com. Just click on events. You know, one of the things I discovered in researching more about Vajrayogini was that there are actually 11 different practices or Vajrayogini yogas, they called them. On one I'm, I'm going to ask you to spell these difficult words because what if somebody wants to search on the internet? I... Okay, Vajrayogini, V-A-J-R-A-Y-O-G-I-N-I. Okay, there you go, D-Love. Is that yeah, better? I'm happy. Okay, you're happy. All right. So I want to study all these, all 11 of them, of course, because that's me. I just like to really dive into things. But then it's all difficult. They have to make it all difficult to find out these things. You know, like, I want to know what the differences are and what the benefits are of each of them. But then there's all the secrecy around the practices. And then they require all these, like, initiations into different lineages by Buddhist gurus. And I'm like, I just don't have time for all that right now. You know, it's like the, that, that's where it's inaccessible to like the modern woman. I want I know, but it, practicing it, this, but then there's like, you got to go through a lineage and have some Buddhist guru initiate you. And the whole elitist, like keep it special, keep it limited, make it so it uh, has mystery around it. Well, maybe that's a good thing in some ways, but, yeah, I'm glad that Lexi's doing what she's doing because then that makes it accessible. Someday, when I retire, I was fantasizing today, like when I'm like 50 something, I'm just going to go learn all the Vajrayogini practices there are to learn. Mm. It'll be part of my retirement. Of course, then I'll have to teach someone and yeah. it'll be like, I need to create a course about it and write a book about it. And then that's the like end videos. of my retirement. Yeah. So there's 11 different ones? Yeah. So like a Parmesan and one with garlic and <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, we're wrapped up in noodles of uh, for Vajrayogini. I must be hungry. Yeah, you, I think you are. <laughs> Your stomach was growling before we started. So we've talked a lot about tantra on the show before, but there are many different forms of tantra, and I just want to touch on tantric Tibetan Buddhism as one such form, and Vajrayogini is one of its practices. It's mostly what is called white tantra or the right-handed path, meaning that there's a lot more of a focus on spiritual awakening through meditation as opposed to actual physical sex. I know all of you out there who love to learn about sex are right now going, oh, bummer, I want to hear about the physical sex. But you know what? There's a lot more focus on the energetic aspects of sexual awakening, but I think that's great because it gives us a full spectrum of our sexuality. When you awaken your sexual energy, you awaken more sensation, more aliveness, more vitality. That means you know, more longevity in your sexual life throughout your lifetime. And more aliveness just means you feel more, you feel better. Practices like this help you to enjoy the more physical aspects of sex on a whole other level. That's one of the reasons why I love them so much. They help us to feel more. When you become more sensitive, the pleasure is exquisite. My guest today is an expert on this subject, Miss Lexi Fisher. 
I love the Vajrayogini practice. She has this amazing DVD and some audio stuff. And her um, DVD, the Vajrayogini DVD, is actually going to be part of a course I'm releasing this winter um, for women's sacred sexuality. So that I, I, I hinted at that about a month ago, but I'm almost finished with it. I just have some editing to do. More editing. You love it. I do. I love it. I do love it. So we're going to hear from Lexi, and we'll be sharing our expertise on the Vajrayogini, although I, I, Lexi is by far more of an expert on the subject than I am. She'll, she'll, D-Love, she'll be able to answer all your questions. Because I know you're burning with questions right now. Your inner feminine is just dying to practice the Vajrayogini. Should I do it with a Chianti, or does it mix with a Barolo? Which region of France should the wine blend? I just... <laughs> you're definitely hungry. Well, when we return, we are going to um, dive deep into this world. I love the world. This is the idea of the ancient Himalayas. Let's go to the, we're going to journey to the ancient Himalayas and the tantric Tibetan nuns. More sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. 
to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Alocadabra is the only personal lubricant that's 95% organic. Check out why they're my favorite lubricant at alocadabra.com and enter coupon code JAYA for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. And speaking of Alocadabra, that reminds me um, that we launched a new site, thetruthaboutlubes.com, which tells you some of the icky ingredients that are out there in lubricants, like stuff that's equivalent to like antifreeze and ew I just don't want to put I just don't even want to think about putting that stuff in my body okay yay I'm so excited Lexi Fisher is joining us today to share information about an ancient tantric practice called the Vajra Yogini good afternoon Lexi and thank you so much for joining us no I'm so glad to be here Jaya thank you for inviting me yay so tell us a little bit you you know you're a network chiropractor and your tantra teacher. I met you years ago. Uh, I can't believe it's almost 10 years ago at the mm-hmm. sexual wholeness retreat that you teach. Mm-hmm. And um, can you tell us just a little bit more about your background? Well, um, I've, I, it was so funny listening to you talk about when you were 50 and, and you know, going and learning all the other 12 uh, or 11 different forms of the Vajra Yogini practice. Um, I'm 57. 58, actually, just turned 58, and Congratulations. Um, I have been uh, practicing uh, uh, chiropractic since 83, mm. and I've um, been doing something called network spinal analysis since 93, which I just love. It's uh, really gently working with um, the spinal cord inside the vertebral column and uh, the covering around the spinal cord, the meninges and making contacts, making adjustment contacts in the area of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our part, the half of our autonomic nervous system that is responsible for repair, restore, renew. That's in our sacrum and in our neck and in our head, in in the cranium. I've had the honor of having Lexi's hands on my body. How was it? It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the middle part of the spine is sympathetic. That's fight or flight. So all the contacts are made in the sacrum, toxic, and in the neck, and up in the head, the base of the skull, the mouth of God, all through there, so that the body can become re-aware of how it's holding tension in the nervous system, and the body will start to unwind it effortlessly. It's beautiful to watch. I use a metaphor of an old telephone cord for those of us that can remember telephones that had cords that connected the receiver to the base of the phone. I have one in my office now because they're not plugged into the electricity. So anyway, that's a whole other story. And those cords, cords, when they get all kinked up, can unwind themselves. And our spinal cord, which has way more intelligence than that old phone cord, does a similar thing. And it's beautiful. And so I'm working with people's spines all day long. I love it, love it, love it. And it so connects the Tantra that I teach because it's working with um, subtle energy channels in the spine, the Ida, the Pingala, and the Shushumna with the Cobra Breath. I'm surprised D-Love didn't just uh, pipe in there. Ida, Pingala, and Shushumna, D-Love. Well, I was about to. Was, you just there you go. Okay, well, me. <laughs> those are subtle energy channels that are, are um, 
uh, around the area of the spine, and it's the masculine and feminine energies of the, the kundalini, the, the energy at the base of the spine that gets activated most easily with sex. With sex. We, we uh, identify with sexual energy, and that's kundalini energy. And um, the, the caduceus, the, the old um, symbol of medicine, was a shaft with two serpents twining up it together, and that comes from, from India, from the Vedic tradition, the, the esoteric tradition in India, and, um, and that's what it is. It's, it's the central channel uh, and the masculine and feminine coming up, uh, winding its way up through the chakras or between the chakras and up to the third eye. So, yeah, so I get to play with that all day long as a chiropractor and then work with people to learn techniques to awaken their sexual energy and then consciously direct it up through these subtle energy channels. Unleashing the sexual power within. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cultivating <laughs> that juicy, powerful, creative force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So what is your definition of Vajrayogini? And Vajrayogini was also a person. So who is Vajrayogini? Well, I came across her, oh gosh, probably sometime in the 80s. I was reading a book called Passionate Enlightenment, um, written by Miranda Shaw. And she had a whole like chapter about Vajrayogini. She was talking about the different um, tantric teachers that only recently uh, was did people begin to realize that these teachers were women, that the teachers in the tantric text that were either having written that part of the text or being referred to by a man writing the text were women. But when the, ta- the tantric texts were first translated in the 1800s, you know, Aleister Crowley and those guys could not begin to conceive of a teacher being a woman. Mm. And so they, they missed that that um, subtle differentiation there. And it wasn't until women became anthropologists and um, started to re-translate these texts that they re- realized, oh my God, these are women. And mm-hmm. so she had this whole piece on Vajrayogini with some pretty cool little drawings and stuff. And one of those was actually, that that's where I got the image that's on uh, the front of the DVD and CD that I, I colored it in to make it a little different. And um, and so she talks about how Vajra Yogini, the, the, the woman, was really committed to empowering women to understand that it's absolutely essential that they take care of themselves and nurture themselves so that they can be full and be able to give from that place of abundance. And, and that just rang so true for me because I was so caught up in my own practice and my I have a, an office called Abundant Health Associates. Um, we have, I have a center with a partner in Palm Springs and 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 my whole life was all about this. And um, and then finally I started to understand about Vajra Yogini and began to become more conscious in my own tantric practice. And, and my readings, and, and I just began to make the shift in myself where I needed to really focus more on myself as a woman and relationship and all of that and just having a business and, you know, serving people and, and caring for people was not, was not enough anymore. And that was how um, 
I started to really step onto a tantric practice with a partner and studying, and then I came upon Ipsilu Tantra and the Vajra Yogini practices, one of the practices that are part of this um, particular school of Tantra. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I fell in love with it the first time I, I was exposed to it and uh, studied with the woman, Teresa Johnson, that, I, I, that was in, an Ipsilu teacher that was showing, you know, showing it to us. And I studied with her and got a, a very, very, very rough DVD that she and another guy had put together and just, just in, immersed myself in it. And uh, it, was, it was at the time when I was beginning to go through menopause, so it was a huge gift for me at that time in my life. And uh, so, yeah, that's... Wonderful. It's yeah. just a wonderful story. And then did you did you add anything to the practice that you learned? What were some things that um, you, you did you take? I, I think I remember you saying something about, did you add, uh, what was it, the Shiva Shakti Mudra? Um, I, or was I that part of Ipsilu? No, I think probably what you're confusing it with is um, at sexual wholeness, we do something called the, the five rites, the Tibetan five rites. Right, and then there's the integration breath. Yeah, that, in, in that practice, I've added some things to it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, That's where I'm getting and, all, and all Ipsilu, mixed up. Yeah, and Ipsilu added in the five Tibetans using Mulabandha. Right, right. As you exhale, use Mulabandha and relax and <laughs> Do you love as your brain spinning around right now? One side. Mulabandha is a root lock. It's lifting up on the pelvic floor, drawing up, it's like sucking up earth energy when you do it with the Vajra Yogini practice. But with the five rites, the Tibetan five rites of rejuvenation, you put that root lock in the exhale rather than the inhale, and it just creates a different energy dynamic. So that was added by Ipsilu in, in the five rites. Uh, but then in doing the five rites, I've added a few things in between each one of the rites to bring in more fluidity. So, yeah, I, I have those in my Women's Sacred Sexuality course as well. So I think they're, they're a great practice to do with um, the Vajra Yogini, the yeah. five Tibetan rites. If people are unfamiliar with what we're talking about, you can Google them. I'm sure there's tons of information on yeah, them out yeah. there on the site. Maybe we should – on the ethers but maybe we should do a show about them sometime too that would be really fun because mm-hmm. they're wrapped up in sexual longevity and vitality and that's my big passion right now is yeah me practices too. for longevity mm-hmm. so we have to go for to a break but when we come back i really want to share the, so, you know, the i love the history of this i feel like it's really rich the how the tantric tibetan nuns practice this yeah. Um, and then, and then, how do we bring it into our modern day society? Because this is always a question for me: is I love all of these ancient pro- practices, but so many of them are inaccessible to women today in the modern world with our busy schedules and the way that we leave, lead our lives. That um, you know, making them something that that people can access and understand and experience, felt experience to me is is number one, is key, being a somatic sexologist. So when we return from our break, oh, and I want to announce Lexi's website, ahatantra.com is her tantra website. And for network chiropractic, abundanthealthwellness.com is the site for that. And Lexi, you're located in Palm Springs, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes, so in Palm Springs, if you want to go visit her, she's teaching classes, lots of yummy classes. It is hot out there. right now, though. 
<laughs> so when we get back, we'll share a little bit more of the rich history of the Vajrayogini and how modern women today might benefit from these practices. More Sex with Jaya when we come back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Touch. It's so important to your love life. Great touch skill says, I love you, I want you, you are safe. I mean, who doesn't love a great massage? Learn how to become a sensual massage master at redhottouch.com. You can instantly download videos that teach you how to massage your lover, giving them a deeply orgasmic experience. That's www.redhottouch.com. Today we're talking with Lexi Fisher. She's a network chiropractor and a tantra teacher, and she has this great video and audio on the Vajrayogini practice, so we've been sharing information about that with you today. And I want to tap into some of the rich history of the Vajrayogini and um, why women, why tantric Tibetan nuns practiced it. Can you touch on that? Okay, sure. It, um, I spent five years traveling in Southeast Asia and the Orient uh, in the 70s. And um, what I found was in, in those cultures, when a woman completed her obligations to her family and her community, that was her time to be able to focus on her spiritual practice. 
And so the nuns that you would see were older women, my age. And, mm. um, and so what I began to realize, and this is just through my own doing the practice and coming into the practice when I was going through menopause, I began to realize that, oh, this is why the nuns would use this practice, so that they could m- maintain their body healthy and juicy and flexible while they were doing very expanded, spiritual, more um, out-of-the-body type of practices. And Mm. this was the way that they grounded those practices. This is the way that they were able to integrate that spiritual energy into their physical body. And Mm. um, one of my teachers, I I, uh, had had this opportunity to work with this amazing teacher in Japan who had the the Institute for Religion and Parapsychology. He was a Shinto priest, an esoteric Shinto priest. And one of the things that he said that has always just stayed with me my my life up to now has been you can only expand out as far deeply as you're willing to go. And so it's absolutely essential that we can go deep into our humanness, into our earthiness, and the Vajra Yogini practice does that. Mm, I love that. And how might a modern woman today benefit from these practices? Even if it's a woman, let's say she's not interested so much in the spiritual development, but she still wants to benefit from something like this. What would you say to that? Well, I think the first thing I would say is everything is spiritual. Hmm. You know, everything, I mean, everything is this table. I mean, it's just life force, spiritual energy condensed and moving so slowly that it appears to be solid by our senses that are from, you know, this temple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, this slow-moving vibration is being solid and brown and, you know. So to me, it's all spiritual. It's not separate. Um, and our body is a temple of divine consciousness. So if we take a few moments just to let our awareness drop into us and let our awareness just kind of fall down into our pelvic floor, and then even if you just want to gently put your hand on your pelvic floor between your, your anus and... Do you love practicing? <laughs> yeah, and, and just lift as you inhale, lift and just feel what it feels like to have your, your, your root, the, the perineum area be gently drawn up into your body. And then as you exhale, just exhale out your mouth, let your jaw relax and just bear down a little bit. And then inhale and lift up, suck up that connection to our Mother Earth and exhale and just relax back down. And just feel that against your finger there, the root lifting and then relaxing down and lifting up. And that's the basis of the whole practice. Each movement the inhale is lifting up and the exhale is relaxing down and the movements are beautiful and slow and and they have beautiful um, visuals that go with them. Um, one of my favorites, if I can just share that now, is called... Yeah, and I'm wondering if it's the same one. Go ahead. Mudra. <laughs> Which one? The Shakti Shiva Mudra. The Shakti Shiva Mudra. I like the one where it's like the, the lotus from the mud... Oh comes yeah, up that too. One. we're being up on the hill on the top of the of the mountains of the himalayas and taking that energy and spreading it across from one horizon to the other they're all beautiful it's very mm. poetic 
Yes, let's share this Shiva Shakti mudra because I'm sure that people out there listening want to, want to practice some of these things. Okay. And D-Love, I was just noticing as you were practicing, you were actually lifting your genitals, not your pelvic floor. <laughs> For the first few, he had his hand on his genitals. He was like lifting them up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he got that you meant lift your pelvic floor muscles, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Shiva Shakti mudra. Go, Lexi, go. <laughs> This is a, a practice that's beautifully integrating the earth and the heaven right through us, that we are a conduit connecting Mother Earth and Father Sky. And so whether you're sitting in a chair or you're sitting on the floor, it doesn't matter. Just put your hands to your side with your fingertips just uh, lightly relaxed. Your hands aren't rigid. Your hands are just lightly relaxed. Love and I are facing each other. We're practicing. Oh, We're doing everything you say. Yeah. <laughs> And then, it, then just imagine that you're drawing earth energy up, the cool moistness of the earth, and lift up with Mula Bandha, lift up with your root, draw the energy up right through the middle of your body, up to your heart. And as you exhale, just exhale from your heart, hands open in front of you, sending this energy out to your lover, out to the world, out to your community. And then just let your hands go from in front of you, around beside you. Let's look up, inhale like you're lifting up to the heavens, connecting to the Father sky, and as you exhale, let your hands just travel down from above your head, down the midline of your body, down into your root to the base of your spine, and exhaling down with a taproot. Visualize it going down from your root, down into the earth, and spreading out deep he loves yawning <laughs> that's yeah. actually you know my my trainer the other day he's knocking on me for yawning but that's a way that we move energy a lot of people don't realize that i do it all the time when i have a lot of energy moving through my body i yawn mm-hmm. yeah. yeah or my body will shake mm-hmm. and i'll just exhale and let my energy just with my intention go down through my root at my base of my spine or down through if I'm standing up down through the arch of my feet with tap roots going down from each arch of my feet down into the earth and branching out down. Hmm. I love the, I love the visualization too of like growing roots. I often hmm. teach that in my classes too of like you, like you talk about the tap root, but like literally like growing roots that go deep into the earth, and then you're sucking nutrients. I think of it like when I'm doing the mula banda that I'm sucking nutrients out of the 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 soil and up into my like I'm a tree up into my my yeah. body. Um, yeah, yeah, and down into the artesian wells down there. You got little tap roots that go down. I live in desert hot springs, and I'm at home right now. So I visualize going down into the little hot spring wells and just drawing that energy up and nourishing my body, all the cells of my body, letting my body be juicy and and passionate, and yeah. All of that. So this this really actually is one of the practices for sexual vitality is what I'm hearing you say. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what happens a lot. And I mean, we, we, we live in a culture where we are, um, you know, in masculine roles so much of our day mm. uh, if we're out in the world, you know, um, handling things and, 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 and being out there, you know, in the world on the cutting edge, you know, out there being seen, and so oftentimes we can get, for me, I get way overextended, and I lose lose my connection to my juicy feminineness and my sensuality, and so the Vajra Yogini practice was such a great way to reconnect with that, and what I found for myself, because I have practiced it so much, and it really was 
one of my main practices for about, I don't know, six or eight months before I started to share it and teach it. And, I mean, I can just do one of those Shiva, uh, Shakti Shiva mudras and I'm there already, you know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. very much. Once you do the practices for a while and you really get them in your body, it becomes really quite easy to um, to get there again, you know. That's definitely my experience as well. It's like yeah. just that little bit that we did, even just doing a mulabanda, I get shivery yeah. shakes all over and like yeah. more sensitivity. Um, so, so speaking on that, what are some, how does this practice improve a woman's sexuality? You know, this is a, our show about sex education and people out there are really interested in improving and making their sex lives better. And I'm hearing, you know, it's the sexual vitality being one benefit. Um, I would say another being like increased sensation, um, presence. What are some other things that we haven't mentioned that we might want to share? Yeah, all of those, Jaya, for sure, yeah. And I think the other thing is to begin to recognize that as you know, that our sexuality is, is ours. It's not dependent on another person, and it's an, it's an energy. It, it, you know, to be able to begin to recognize that it's not, I can generate this energy with, with, with as simple uh, an, uh, an exercise as lifting up on my root and mm-hmm. relaxing my root. And lifting on my root and relaxing on my root. And as I do that, and get my jaw relaxed, it's really important that your, your jaw is relaxed and you're exhaling, at least exhaling through your mouth, if not inhaling and exhaling through your mouth, because that allows the hips to relax. They're analogous mm-hmm. to structures. And as you do mulabandha, your hips will naturally begin to rock back and forth. Your sacrum will, will begin to rock back and forth. And this automatically begins to let that energy, when you contract and relax, relax the muscles, just like if you contract and relax your hand, it'll start to feel hot, you know, and you'll start to feel like a tingling there just from mm-hmm. doing that. And so the energy will begin to go wherever you put your attention. Now, if I have shame or I've had trauma in my sexuality, then that's oftentimes where my attention will go because I'm getting more energy in there and there's this whole habit of my shame or my guilt or whatever, and that's where it will go. So being able to detach from those old habits of letting my attention go into those those spirals is really helpful. So mm-hmm. being mindful and attentive to the movement and my breath and lifting up and relaxing my pelvic floor. Are we, are we, we're going on a break? Yes, 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 we are. And I'm saying yes, yes, yes also to all those things because I couldn't agree more and I could like riff on that for the next hour. Unfortunately, we run out of time so quickly. So we're going to go to a break. Aha Tantra is Lexi's website and you can check out more about what she has going on in the Tantra world there. So more Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. 
There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now, back to Sex with Jaya. We are back. We've been sharing lots of information about the Vajra Yogini practice with Lexi Fisher. Her site is ahatantra.com. Lexi, you teach the Vajra Yogini in Palm Springs, correct? Yeah, on Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays are my day off, and so um, usually from noon till 1, and twice a month has uh, is, is been my, my regular schedule uh, since last year. I did it every week for a while, but the it's just too much. Um, yeah. You need to have a day off. A I know. I like to go skiing. <laughs> I'm only an hour and 15 minutes from Big Bear. So, I'm, you know, it's, it's during the season when I teach it. Um, so usually from um, November uh, until maybe May is, is when I teach the Vajra. I have to make a trip out to Palm Springs, D-Love, and practice Thursday. on a Thursday. Yeah. That would be really yeah. fun. Yeah. Really, really fun. Yeah, and then you are you still teaching sexual wholeness? I haven't taught in a while because Kip and I are no longer together. My, mm-hmm. my partner Kip Moore, uh, about fifteen years, we recreated the sexual wholeness one, two, and three. Their week long trainings um, together, and since he left, uh, has been traveling a lot in India and Europe and stuff, and um, so he's he's not in my life anymore. And so I haven't I haven't taught it. Uh, since, since since then, 
although um, I would love to again, you know, and, and we'll just see. Yeah, I recommend bringing it back. It was probably one of the most life-changing workshops that I've ever taken, and I recommend it all the time to people. So I was talking about at the beginning of the show just how much it really changed my life and and helped me get in touch with really loving the fact that I was a woman. So I would would encourage you to keep doing that workshop. (laughs) And if you need any help with it, I'll volunteer myself. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So AHA Tantra is Lexi's site. Check it out. Yeah. She has classes on Thursdays for Vajrayogini, two Thursdays a month. And I also, and I also teach uh, Ipsilu Tantra. So, oh, great. So, I mean, she's so doing Ipsilu, which I which I highly recommend as well. Yeah. Very heart-centered yeah, yoga. Teach, um, uh, Ipsilu level one, two, and three. And then in October, I'll be teaching the level four for the first time. Bodhi will be there observing me, and hopefully I'll get certified at that point. And then I'll be able... I will be certified to teach all of the things that Ipsilu has other than the teacher's trainings. Kip was the one that that did the teacher's trainings, and I was more interested in the level four Cobra breath. So Mm -hmm. we kind of studied different parts of the Ipsilu world. And, um, yeah. Great, great. Well, I I highly recommend that. I have a level one weekend in November. It's the 4th, 5th, and 6th, and it's at my office in Palm Springs. See, love, we should try to go to that because you've never taken a Tantra class. And I, I don't want to teach D-Love. love I, I told him he has to learn some. We actually were going to go to one of your classes at one point. We were all like set to go and then we ended up not going for some reason. And I can't remember why. Very early on in our relationship, we were going to go to one of Lexi's. I think I emailed Lexi about it. Yeah. Anyway, I would like to, before we, we end the show, it's gone so quickly. I would love to for you to share with us uh, another one of the techniques, practices from the Vajrayogini practice? One of the movements. I just call them movements. Yeah. Movements. Okay. Movements. And this one is one that Jaya said was one of her favorites. It's um, it's um, opening the lotus of the heart. And um, it's a little bit involved, but it, it's, uh, it really gives you an, uh, a taste of the poeticness of this practice. Mm. And you, you put the backs of your hands together so that your fingertips are facing, are pointing towards the earth or resting on the earth if you're sitting on the floor. And as you inhale with Mulabandha, the boot loss, you inhale, draw up, lifting the juicy feminine energy up from the earth, up to your heart, and then let your hands open, cupped at your heart. And then you're going to, let's see, inhale, uh, exhale, let your hands go out to the side. I'm trying to hold my phone while I'm doing this. Out to the side. <laughs> Um, horizontal, and then as you inhale, you're going to let your hands come back in front of you, right ahead, uh, same level of your heart in front of you, and then bring them back to your heart again, up, and then you exhale back down into the earth. And so the visual is that you're drawing the earth energy up to your heart, opening your hands, palms, like you're cupping a beautiful lotus flower. You exhale, let your hands go out to the side, and then inhale back at the level of your heart out in front of you, hands straight out, back to your hands together, inhale back to your heart, cupping again, and then exhale back down again. And the poetry is the lotus from a seed rises up through the mud, drawing up the waters of the spine to open in the heart on the surface of the lake for spring bud. Beautiful energies of the sun are gathered into her heart. She spreads through leaves across, across the surface of the lake. As fall comes, she gathers her energy together, drawn and focused into a seed. 
the sea drops down through the water into the mud below. I love it. Yay! <laughs> Did you get it, D-Love? D-Love and I were practicing. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And 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 I love how it it's really an energetic practice. It's not about how far you can bend or stretch. It's about energy, about drawing the energy through your body, letting it express out your hands, drawing it back to yourself, offering it back to the earth. You know, it's just this beautiful series of movements, and each breath has the lifting of the root and exhaling and relaxing the root back down. Hmm. Have you ever um, learned any of the other Vajrayogini practices, or have you stuck with this one? Well, I have the Vajrayogini mantra, hmm. um, which I've done a little bit of, not a whole lot. And I know that there are other Vajrayogini practices, and I have had a couple of people um, who have done other Vajrayogini practices come to my class because they mm-hmm. were interested in one that was so much more in the body. Mm-hmm. And I did get a call from one very irate gentleman up in the Bay Area um, who, um, you know, said, this isn't, this isn't an authentic Vajrayogini practice. And I said, well, okay. I said, that's not, that's not my understanding of it, but I understand that that's how you feel. And, mm-hmm. you know, so. Interesting. It's always so interesting. We were talking earlier about it just being accessible because I was looking into some of the other Vajrayogini practices and they all required, you know, line- yeah. like a lineage and being initiated by a Buddhist master. And so I yeah. just, you know, I think that turns off a lot of people. You say that you've got a Vajrayogini practice there. You're not, blah, 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 blah. you know, and I said, well, okay. <laughs> right, right. It feels like it to me. That's my experience. Yes. It, you know? I think you know it comes down to felt experience for me it, always. Uh, you know, no it, matter what any guru says, it's about what I feel in my body. What I, the truth is in our body, yeah, yeah. I feel like a neuroscientist. You do. So therefore, I'm a neuroscientist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you love? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Oh, we have come to the end. The end of our show. Oh, thank you so much, Lexi, for being on the show. Oh, and so much pleasure. Oh, yes. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Aha Tantra is Lexi's site. She is teaching classes on the Vajrayogini. I also have a class coming up um, in Ohio, uh, Women's Sacred Sexuality class. It's just a one-day retreat for women only where I will be sharing some of the Vajrayogini practice. And that's in Yellow Springs, Ohio, my my home. I'm so homesick. I'm so excited to be home. Thank you to my guest again, Lexi Fisher, uh, Aha Tantra or AbundantHealthWellness.com. Thank you for being on the show. Check me out at my site, SexIsYou.com. Love you, D-Love. Love you, Jaya. I've had fun on Sex with Jaya today. Have you? You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.